0: Hi everyone, Jacqueline here from Wound Care and Hyperbaric Medicine Magazine, and today I'm talking with Dr. Dana Graves, Professor in the Department of Periodontics, Vice Dean for Scholarship and Research, and Director of the Doctor of Science and Dentistry Program for Penn Dental Medicine, under the umbrella of the University of Pennsylvania. Penn Dental Medicine is an Ivy League institution with a deep history in forging precedents in dental education, research, and patient care. Recently, Dr. Graves led a team of researchers who are investigating the FOX-01 molecule to promote healing in patients with chronic wounds and diabetes. We asked Dr. Graves to join us today to tell you about this very important research and its potential impact on wound healing. So without further ado, let's hear from Dr. Graves. Welcome, Dr. Graves. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: I've given our listeners just a little background about you, your program, and your research, and now we're ready to dive deeper and learn more. So, Dr. Graves, can you please tell us about your background and what led to your interest in mucosal wound healing and diabetes?
1: Yes. Well, I am a clinician. I'm a periodontist, and I treat patients And one of the things that is striking about periodontal disease, which is the primary disease that I treat, is that it is enhanced or increased by diabetes. So diabetes has effects on many different tissues. And uh, being a periodontal surgeon, one of the things that I I do is uh, place implants and I, I do surgeries on patients. And the wound healing response is diminished. So I became interested in what are the molecular mechanisms by which diabetes affects different tissues? So I have studied bone as well as soft tissue healing, and I've been interested in how diabetes slows the healing process.
0: And can you tell us a little bit about your research of diabetes and non-healing wounds and your findings?
1: Yeah, So in in diabetes, a healing a non-healing wound results from a number of events and the early aspect of it is that the wound heals slowly and the slower healing wound then can be colonized by bacteria and sets up a heal uh, a non-healing situation so the aspect that i'm interested in is the initial aspect which is the diabetes the diabetic wound heals more slowly so I'm interested in why the wound initially heals more slowly, and I have not focused on the second aspect, which is why then does a non a slowly healing wound convert to a non-healing wound? So you could think of it as two processes, and they're linked together. So the, the more slowly healing wound allows a situation to develop where the wound becomes colonized and then doesn't heal.
0: And what your findings suggest is the link between the FOXO1 molecule and diabetes?
1: Well, we we originally uh, were examining FOXO1 in normal wounds, and we deleted the FOXO1 gene in keratinocytes, which are the uh, cells that form the outer layer of skin and are involved in closing the wound. So the goal of of wound healing is to close the wound as rapidly as possible. And the cells that are, are really essential for that are the keratinocytes, which are the outer layer. So we deleted FOXO1 in this particular layer of cells. And in the normal wound, we found that um, when this particular gene was deleted, healing was much slower. So this showed that you needed the gene because when you removed it, the healing. Um, got worse. So then we found out what this particular gene was regulated and figured out the mechanism. Uh, So I was then interested to find out how how this might happen, what might happen in a diabetic wound. So we created a wound in a diabetic animal, and it healed more slowly, which is what you would expect. Uh, Then we deleted the FOXO1 gene in the diabetic animal's and the odd thing was that it speeded up healing. And that this was a, a real surprise. So the, you delete FOXL1 in the normal wound and it behaves like a diabetic wound. You delete FOXL1 in the diabetic wound and it behaves like a normal wound. So it seems like this particular factor is a good factor in a normal wound but becomes a bad factor in a diabetic wound. and The reason we say this was that when you delete this particular gene in this outer layer of cells, the diabetic wounds speed up. So this interpretation of that is that the particular molecule is interfering with healing because when you you remove it, healing is faster and occurs at a a more normal pace. So what we then established from this work was that this particular molecule plays an important role in promoting healing under normal circumstances but in diabetic situation or in diabetic healing this same molecule becomes a problem so it's like uh becomes a bad apple mm-hmm. and we then went to figure out how does this occur
0: and can you tell us a little bit about what these findings mean for the future of diabetes care and wound healing
1: well if if you take a molecule that has gone from being a, a good factor factor to a bad factor, what you normally do is inhibit it under conditions where it's harmful. So this would suggest that if you can inhibit this particular molecule. And a diabetic wound, because we, we deleted it and we sped up healing, it would suggest that if you can inhibit it under these conditions, healing would be improved. And so the next step is to try and, and develop a therapeutic factor. So we have so far uh, reduced the, the activity of this gene through genetic manipulation and now we we need to test what the impact of inhibiting it with a small molecule would be and these are experiments that we have on the drawing board and we'll carry out very soon
0: i think you did and i think you just answered my next question um, i was going to ask you then what your future research plans are for the foxo1 molecule for your research with that
1: yes well the uh the progression is to now perform experiments in a large animal model so we have established the concepts in mice and the the uh, in order to do a pre preclinical trial we need to move to a larger animal so we plan to do these experiments in a, a larger animal and see if we apply this therapeutic factor which is to inhibit foxo one with a small molecule can we improve the healing uh, environment for the cells.
0: And Dr. Graves, a number of our uh, readers with Wound Care and Hyperbaric Medicine magazine deal with both the wound care side and a number of them also deal on the hyperbaric medicine side as well. So can you tell us a little bit about um, any impact that your research findings might have on, the hyperbar- on hyperbaric medicine in the future and um, how this could affect hyperbaric medicine practitioners?
1: Well, the link between foxo one and wound healing is fairly clear. Uh, It is possible that there are links uh, to the hyperic question you ask. However, at this point, they're not known, and uh, I wouldn't be able to provide you with any real insight into that.
0: And, Dr. Graves, is there any anything about your research that we have left um, unsaid? Is there anything you'd like to tell our listeners and our readers um, about your research, anything that I haven't asked?
1: Yes. Well, there is something that I think is, is quite interesting. It's a little bit technical, and that is we, when we looked to see what caused FOXO1 to change from being a good factor that promotes healing to a bad factor that inhibits it, we found that uh, glucose itself caused that change. So there is something about a high-glucose environment that modifies the activity of Foxo one that determines its particular consequences.
0: And Dr. Graves, if any of our readers or listeners would like to find more details or follow the research that you're doing, what's the best way for them to follow that?
1: uh well i uh, they could look on my name, which is Dana Graves, or they could look in PubMed, which is a website uh run by the government that um lists all the published articles. I have a uh, follow up study uh that is coming out in April in the Journal of Cell Biology that describes the impact on skin so The first set of studies we looked at were mucosal wound healing, and the second set of studies, uh, which we published in April, deals with uh, skin healing. And I think it's it's interesting that this particular molecule, FOXO1, uh, is important to both types of wounds.
0: And Dr. Graves, do you have any plans for presentations at any upcoming conferences that you'd like to tell our readers about? Anyone uh, for anyone who might be interested in connecting with you personally and hearing more about your research?
1: Yes, I'll be presenting this in the June fifth through ninth uh, Diabetes Conference in Boston.
0: Dr. Graves, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your research and your findings with our listeners and our readers. We look forward to connecting with you again and hearing more about your ongoing research and your future studies.
1: Well, thank you very much for having me and having this discussion.